0: Jumped in the car and I headed for Kansas. The morning found me in Fort Aransas, sipping on rum, lying in the sun. I've never been good at keeping directions Schedules are one of life's infections. I strongly believe that I would rather have nothing than a whole lot, something I don't need went the evening a tavern downtown with my new friends that I'd get the ground and I told them about you and all we've been through about how you tried to keep me tied down
1: and the lights went out on our
0: final round we all agreed that we would rather have nothing than a whole lot of something we don't bar stool in the corner, thanking me for those drinks that I ordered, and by the look in her eyes, she was feeling her wine. I asked her what she was doing there alone, and if she mind if I took her home, hell, she just laughed at me. She said I'd rather have nothing than a whole lot of something I don't.
1: Mike, one of the questions I ask all the songwriters, or most of the songwriters on my show, is if you could pick a song or songs and any voice or band to sing one of your songs what song and voice would you choose
2: well i i got that actually came true for me with garth brooks i'd written a song called i'd rather have nothing and i recorded it with the great divide that was back in 94 and in 96 one of the guys in the band scott lester he got a hold of garth on the phone and said hey we've got this band and we got questions on how to do it. And so Garth sent out a tour bus one night at midnight in Stillwater and picked our whole band up. And we went out to Nashville and spent a couple of days with him just hanging out and playing guitars, playing basketball. It was really mind blowing. You know, this was 96 and Garth was at the height of his powers and I couldn't believe my luck. And then in 96, I played him that song and he goes, man, play that again. And. Played it a few more times and he said a little later, he goes, you care
1: if I cut this song? <laughs> what do you say to that question?
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. So I started spending that money a thousand ways in my mind. And, and then about a year later after that, I got a call on my Astro machine when I got home in Stillwater and it was Garth. And he said, hey man, I recorded that song and my producer really didn't think it was right for this record and I'd like to hold on to it, but feel free to pitch it around and stuff. And so I was just deflated. And then about right around 2005, I got a call from Garth Lawyers in Nashville and had some paperwork for me to sign. He was releasing a a box set that included an album called The Lost Sessions and he had put that song on there. So I finally got that Garth cut, you know. uh,
1: I'd rather have nothing.
2: Yeah. I had to wait about 10 years for that, but that finally happened. And and just, just hearing his voice doing my word. Well, another cool thing I'd like to say about Garth is he changed the chorus and rewrote it and, and made it better. And I said, well, let's, let's redo the, the writing split on here where I split it with you. And he goes, no, just keep your name on it. You'll make a lot more money.
1: Oh, that was nice of him.
2: Yeah. I mean, on one hand, honestly, back then at the time I was like, man, I, I'd really like to have my name next to Garth's on a co-write, you know, I'd be just as a writer, you know, something, some feather in your cap. But really looking back, he, he made me a lot of extra money and, you know, I, I definitely needed that at the time. So that was super cool. And hearing somebody that, you know, I think back to sweeping that broom around the lumber yard and hearing much too young and kind of set me on that course. And then to wind up having him singing one of my songs from right around that era, I, that was a really cool thing. But yeah, I've ideas all day long about other people. I've got this uh, song I wrote called "Outlaw's Prayer," and this story it's about uh, it's about this kind of Billy the Kid type characters escaping the law, heading to Mexico. But the twist of it is he gets shot and a preacher finds him and drags him to safety and patches him up and buries his guns. And he told the federales that he died. So he has this chance at rebirth. And that's the idea of the song. I'd really like Willie Nelson to do it because back in 2000, Great Divide, we opened for Willie at Sturgis in South Dakota at the hog rally. And we got to go on Willie's bus afterwards and got to talk and have a puff with the man. And, I was telling him about this song and I said, yeah, it kind of ties into like the redheaded stranger, you know, because he was the preacher in the redheaded stranger. And I said, I picture, you know, this preacher being the guy, you know, the redheaded stranger preacher being the guy to save this guy who's gone escaping the law. And then he goes, well, play it for me. I said, well, man, I didn't bring my guitar on here. And he hollered at his sister, Bobby, and she brought Trigger down the hallway. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Handed it to me. I couldn't believe it, man, uh, because that, that was the guitar that made me, you know.
1: It's kind of like round tripping your whole life story, right? And you're 10 years old. You wanted to play something like Trigger with the gut strings, and now you're getting to do it.
2: Yeah, and there it was.
1: In his bus after smoking with Willie. <laughs> this is like the whole thing.
2: Yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, I remember trying to tune it, you know, I was sitting there a little out of tune and I hit it and I started turning one of those pegs and it started creak, 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 you know, like, oh God, I'm going to break it. And so I said, man, will you tune in? I'm nervous. And he laughed and tuned it. And then I played him out Lost prayer. He said, oh, that's really cool. And then, you know, I haven't seen him since.
1: <laughs> well, maybe we'll get Willie to record that. Maybe our fans can get this song in front of Willie. Well, Mike McClure from the Mike McClure Band, we love having you on the show. Come back again when you drop your next solo album. The current one's called Looking Up, your 10th solo album out there with the Mike McClure Band. And we wish you the best. Thank you for coming on Backstory Song. And I have to thank DJ Wyatt Schmidt in the booth. DJ Wyatt. Making these things sound so great. Thank you. And you can listen to DJ Wyatt Schmidt's music out there on the internet. And I got to thank my social media director, MC Owens, for all your help and getting our listeners. Please share this episode with your friends on your social media. We're here to get these songwriters heard and get their songs listened to so they can make a living. Mike, you got anything to wrap us up with or add? Yeah, I just wanted to tell people
2: to check out Mike dot com. That's my web page and that's M C C L U R E. And all kinds of stuff on there. I do Zoom concerts now that I can't travel and also do